Hello. Hey, yo. Hi. I was, I was about to say, do you think Karen and Georgia go through this much oh, all movement the time. before they start? All the time, but he just hits play way, way, way before. That is true. Yeah. yeah and then usually. they're like, oh, you, oh, you're recording? Oh, okay. we're recording. Okay, oh, we hey. started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except I'm the technical person, so, and you can see the screen. Okay. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. Right. It's like, there's blue squiggles. We're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you can tell it. Yeah. You know what, what's funny though? Uh-huh. Editing. I can actually recognize the waveform of um now. Really? Yes. Because I see it so much. I'm like, that's probably an um. Yep, that it is. <laughs> so when I go through and edit, I look for pockets of silence yeah. or last week when I spilled oh, the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I edited out part of it. Water well, date. Yeah. <laughs> Watergate. Watergate 2020. Yes. Or <laughs> when I can tell that there's an um or us just like researching something. Yeah. Just staring at each other or our phones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the glory of editing. <laughs> Thank goodness for editing. Very true. Yeah. Very true. It makes us sound a whole lot better. <laughs> Usually. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we sound as goofy as... It's, I've had so many people tell me, like, you guys sound good. I'm like, I think I sound like a doof, but okay. I, sound, I sometimes will all be like, I sound like I'm eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm talking way up here. You know? <laughs> I feel like I talk too low sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't sound too low to me. So that's it's just good. like whatever we hear ourselves. We're like, that's not us. Oh, God. That's mm-hmm. me. That's me. Oh. The voice in my head sounds so much different. Yeah. I'm like, I sound so much better in my head. What is wrong with my acoustics outside? <laughs> yeah. I think literally everyone feels that way, though. So Pretty it's, sure. It's, it's fine. Unless people are like huge narcissists. Yeah. Like to hear themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle kind of likes to listen to himself, but he's a good singer. Yeah, he's a good singer. Yeah. And it's not like he's I, talking to I think I always sound flat. Really? Yeah, when I listen to myself sing, I'm just like... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, you don't like, sound flat when I've heard you sing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird... I have good pitch. Yeah. Enough that apparently people tell me I sing on pitch. Oh, yeah. I hate saying that going to school for five years for music, but right. I'm weird that way. Well, that's okay. Sia never starts a song on the correct key, like the same key that she recorded the song. Yeah. She always starts on whatever key she does. Really? And then she ends up where she does. Interesting. And she never really notices that until after the fact. And then she's like, well, well, I did. <laughs> I did. Song still sounds good. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah. That's, yeah. hey, if it works, it works. Exactly. That, uh, that reminded me I survived the concerts. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you guys survived. We did. Yeah. They were good. good. Any, any music knowing peoples out there, if you know the Onager, uh, King David, piece Mm -hmm. it's a bitch yeah it's awesome but it's a bitch very difficult it's 27 movements and it's an hour and 15 minutes and so it was just hour and 15 minutes long yeah but thankfully we borrowed some risers from another choir here in town that is able to put chairs on it so we were able to sit for a lot of it which is the first time ever i've been able to do that in remembering a concert before like or after like elementary school that's amazing i've never been able to sit for a concert right oh So yeah, that that was cool. And, um, the reason why the piece is so hard besides it being excruciatingly long. Yeah. It's not as long as a Messiah. Yeah. But, um, half the time our starting pitch is a half a step above the orchestra. And for those of you that don't know what that means, the Jaws theme, Mm -hmm. that's a half step. Okay. So they'd be on the bottom note. So they'd be like, and we'd have to be a half step. Oh. Which is not an easy note to find. No. No, no that's not one that you usually go for. No, you usually start on at least some note in the chord that the orchestra is playing, and yeah. they were usually in a different tempo than us, too. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's not hard. It's not hard, no. Like, yeah. it's hard. So, it was, it was cool. It was cool to be able to actually, like, do something like that. Nice. I hated it for a yeah, long exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't want to do this again for yeah. a while. Yeah, and this last year we've done two of the hardest mass pieces I've ever done. That and then the uh, Bach, or, yeah, Bach, Gloria, uh, Mass in B minor. Yeah. That thing was hard. Oh. So many fast running notes. Oh, jeez. Just runs. And it was just like, this is fine. Ooh. Like, you felt like you did an ab workout after doing it. Cause oh. like you move your diaphragm that yeah. much. Yeah. It was, it was hard, but it was cool. <laughs> Exercises internally. <laughs> right. See, you, you exercise your gut to dance. Yes. I do mine to make sound with my face. Exactly. <laughs> you use your whole bad day. Yes. I try. <laughs> you do. Oh. Your dancing so cool. Thank you. I love your dancing. That sounds so good when I see you guys perform. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, so that was my reality yeah. for this week. Yes. <laughs> but, um, it's also, it's one of those pastimes where it's like you're suspending it and it's reality. Exactly. True. It's like, it's historical, so it's not a modern day piece. So you're like, this kind of feels like not reality. <laughs> uh huh. Especially the story of King David. Yeah. Well, that is never mind. <laughs> it's a weird ass story. It's a weird ass story, in a big book. In a big book. That's what I'll go with that. <laughs> I it's just it's a good story. It's an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. It's many twists and turns. And twists and turns. <laughs> That's just how I think about it. Yeah, exactly, precisely. Yeah. So, but we. Are doing a new thing today. We're doing a new thing. Wait, are we? Oh, okay. We're five minutes in. Sorry. One more side thing. Yeah. I've been listening to so much more My Favorite Murder lately. Yeah. Wait, one more. <laughs> we were just talking about I'm it. I'm going through I'm my like... third pass. Oh my gosh. Through. Because I've already listened to it three times through now. And so the first time, of course, I started at the beginning and I worked my way up to current and then I worked my way backwards. Yes. And now I'm working my way backwards again. <laughs> uh, anyone who doesn't know, My Favorite Murder by... Um, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. Yes, they are phenomenal. Yes, fucking love them. Yes, I have to be careful with true crime stuff. Yeah, because if I listen or watch or do anything with too much, I go to bad places. I think it, for me, if it's too many that kind of get in my head, especially uh-huh. if it's children children related or things like that, then that definitely will bother me more. Mm-hmm. Um, or some of the more prolific serial killers that are especially heinous, you know, not to quote S U V S V U. Um yeah. <laughs> I call it S U V because that's how I think of it. Oh um, no, yeah. Um and, and I can't watch Law and Order S V U. I can't watch those time kinds of shows. Yeah, that I, one I used, lines, I used to be able to. Me. I used to be able yeah. to, and I can't as yeah. much anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's because they use so many that were real stories based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual rip from the headlines. Um, it just it will definitely disturb the crap out of me. Um, uh-huh. that being said, I just bought the Mindhunter book. <laughs> nice. Which is a Netflix TV show about. Yeah. So it's how they actually were developing, um, the profile for. Um, finding serial killers. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's the actual FBI people that wrote this book. So it's going to be really good. Ooh. It's got like a Rorschach test on the front. Oh, oh, the yeah, oh yeah, I've seen that. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Because I didn't realize there was a true crime section at the bar. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> if you read it, we uh-huh. should do and explain it to me. Yeah. And you can talk about it. I want to know about it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm going to dive into it here soon because... Uh, the incentive. Yeah. Well, I wanted to buy a str- the stranger beside me, which is Anne Rule's book about her being co-workers oh, Ted, of Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, that's the one they don't have at Barnes and Noble. 
Really? They had the Green River Killer one, the Green River Running Red. They had the I-5 Killer. Did they um, have the And I Was Gone in the Night? I'll Be Gone in the Dark? In the Dark, um, yeah. No, they don't They don't have that one there, and they also don't have... Um, they don't have Billy Jensen's book there either. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what's the title? I Chase don't. Darkness with Me. Um, I'm waiting for paperback because I love paperback books. Um, right. I don't really like hardcover, so it should be out in May. So then I'll get his book on how he was uh, he's solved crimes through investigative journalism. Um, so I've got that going, you know, down the down the tubes. Um, <laughs> down the tubes. <laughs> um, and I got my copy of the newest. Cassie Palmer, the book is so much bigger than the rest of the series, and I'm pissed. Oh, no. It's literally tall. Oh, no. All of them are, like, here. You know, kind of that Walmart, Mm -hmm. supermarket, bookstore size, normal. Okay. Okay. It is this big. Oh, that's like a third bigger. It's like like it's one of those advanced reader copies, which I don't know if that is what it is, essentially, because she put it out on... Um, e-readers and on that paperback, but I was like, thirteen dollars? That's a big paperback. Like, mm-hmm. or that's that's expensive for hers because the last time she let out a a paperback for book nine, um, it was seven. Mm. So I was like, oh, maybe she's more popular, and that's cool. So yeah, I'll still pay for the book. I got it and I opened it up. And I was like, damn. Oh no, <laughs> it's so much bigger, and so it doesn't match the rest of the set. Oh, if it comes out in a smaller copy, I will get it. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame myself either. It's, I have the same problem with um, Game of Thrones. Uh, when Borders was closing, uh-huh. I came up to the table and it was like, oh, this is about to become a blah, blah HBO series. So that was the yeah. cover on and it. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, and But the big copy, like the first book was the big copy. Uh-huh. And then all the other ones were the short ones. Oh, no. So that set doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've bought... The smaller version of that set, but... <laughs> yeah, it's on the to-do list, yeah. right? Well, yeah, because I still need to finish five if he ever finishes six. But I will not finish it until... If and when he does. You have confirmation. <laughs> yeah. But there won't be. It'll never happen. No. Yeah. So there's a reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, ah. my, my roundabout way was I was like, oh, we haven't got to ten minutes yet. Because they said oh, yeah. usually they can skip to ten minutes and then they'll skippers actually start tonight. the ep- episode. Yeah, skippers. Of talking about uh, murders. Yes, exactly. So, so we're we going to talk about suspending reality. <laughs> yeah. We, as much as we love them. Oh, yeah. If you do love true crime murder, check out My Favorite Murder. Yes. It's amazing. Also, they, the Murder Squad. Murder Squad is awesome. I need to listen to that. Yes. I See, I need to start finding more time to listen. To Especially podcasts. because, you know, they've actually, like, started to get more information on cold cases. And actually, they have solved one that That's was in Colorado. so fucking cool. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. And Reddit is solving cases? All because of that um, um, Ancestry-type DNA yeah, thing. Yeah, which is becoming a huge cabacle. But the the way they explain it on Murder Squad makes sense. Mm. They're not looking for you. They're just looking for familial DNA. Yeah. Very interesting how they explain that and how Paul Holes explains it. Because mm-hmm. um, he was a criminologist. So he, he did the more science version of it. Mm. So he went to school for that. For the science part, but then he also became a police officer to be a detective. So he's got the science background as well as being a detective. That's so cool. So he's got it both. Um, yeah. And I think he might be writing a book at some point. Um, he also has uh, an oxygen show. Oh, cool. The DNA of murder or something like that. And I keep missing it because it's usually on the night that we 
podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then the re the if they play them over again, I don't know where it is. So oh. I don't mind. I'm just like I just want to watch my bowl holes. <laughs> yeah, he's hot for holes. Hashtag hot for holes. Because <laughs> he's a very attractive man. He is pretty attractive. Yes. <laughs> I will definitely give you. And that then one. he's like he sounds good mm-hmm. and he's smart and he's caring. So you're like you're the whole package. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. You're the modern day man. And then Billy Jensen's the same way. So. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I feel like eventually we should do an episode of this show talking about the murder podcast. Yeah, Yeah. actual reality, but why we like it. Yeah. Yeah, actual reality. (laughs) Yeah. We could do that. We could do that next week or something. (laughs) Let's write that down. Let let us write that down. Because unless we listen to ourselves immediately, we're not going to remember it. Right. (laughs) And I didn't bring my notebook this time. That's It's in the car. Oh, yay for phones anyway. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about Yeah. I like that. That's going to be... Actual reality. Actual reality. Murder. The most reality shocking thing there is. Well, no, you can, you can always make things worse. There's always someone who find, makes it worse. Okay. But okay. We, we won't talk about no, that. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not not yet. Right Later. But today... <laughs> today, we are doing our very first movie review. Yes. And it is oh. something that just came out. Yes. Uh, we went and saw Disney Pixar's Onward. Yes. And I gotta say, so good. <laughs> it, you know, it's not quite How to Train Your Dragon good, mm-hmm. but it has its own little world. It, it didn't step on any other, like, Disney or, you know, any other ca- cartoon movie toes. Yeah. It had its own story, which I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just didn't feel like it was another recycling. Yeah. It was, yeah, it felt very organic. It was very original and I loved it. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with what you said about, especially comparing it to How I Train Your Dragon, mm-hmm. but even comparing it to other Pixar films. Yes. I still honestly really want to watch the fourth Toy Story because I heard it was really good. Right. Like really good as in like the characters were still great, but I guess they kind of delved into more thought, emotional provoking territory. Right. Rather than the first one. Yeah. Which was more just... This is this world we made up. and Yeah, which is cool, which, which is kind of what feel. Onward yeah. felt like. Yeah. That kind of, like, not really campy, mm-hmm. but, like, a little more kid kid side of the spectrum, yeah. whereas this one's kind of like, like, I've heard the fourth Toy Story is more for, like, an everyone-invoking thing. Like, it's right. good for kids. It's good for adults. I've heard it's very, um, just, like makes you actually like think about yourself sort of film, which I do enjoy too. Mm -hmm. So on that kind of side of it, it didn't quite reach like that pinnacle. It was good and it was sweet and it made me feel things. Right. But it was just like, Oh yeah, that was cute and sweet. Like it doesn't make you like think too much. You know what I mean? Were you already trying to figure out the ending? Um, kind of honestly, do you know what's one thing I really wanted? Oh yeah. So we'll, we're going to talk full spoilers. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. Forewarned. Um, but maybe before that, this is the beginning of the film, so yes. I feel like it's not spoiler territory. <laughs> no. But before we get into spoilers, we'll give our ratings, I yeah. think, for people that care. We'll what give is, our, what's our rating system? Um, okay, so Kyle and their podcast boys uh-huh. always come up with funny rankings for films. Yeah. Um, they usually try to think of something from the movie to from rank movie? it out of. Okay. So like, like, Okay, like so four the, wizard staffs. Yeah, something like that. Or three like four Phoenix out of uh, uh, Phoenix stones. Yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, out of five or whatever. Right. Yeah, so that's what they do. So, okay. um, uh, what, what, which, what should we? What should we? What would uh, be funnier even than those? 
That would, you'd, you'd have to go to see the movie to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, they have that a lot. Oh, oh, how about how about we'll rate it out cheese puffs? <laughs> I like the cheese puffs, or I was gonna say biker pixies. <laughs> mm, that was good too. <laughs> let's, do, let's do the cheese puffs. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, I would give. Oh, do we do half numbers or whole numbers? We can do halves. Okay. Okay. Because sometimes there are halves in the bag. That's true. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Uh-huh. Um, I would give it maybe a three and a half, or no, like 3.8. Okay. Cheese puffs. Out of? Out of five. Out of five? Yeah. I think I would go more like four and a half. Four and a half? Yes. I'm thinking maybe four. Yeah. Cause I, just... I might be thinking critical. See, we were talking about murder and now I'm thinking critically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll change it to four. I'll say four cheese puffs. Four cheese puffs. Four yeah. Whole like four cheese puffs. and a half cheese puffs for me. Yeah. Um, so the story, um, essentially is Ian and Barley. Yes. Um, are brothers and they, they're, they're elves. They're elves and they're blue elves. And so they live in a world where magic has gone by the wayside. So, um, yeah, there's dragons and they have a dragon as a pet. Um, but they're a family of elves and it looks like there's cyclopses, there's ogres. What are the, was it, was it the Pegasus? But they had a different name for them. Oh, the unicorns. That they like hissed at each other. Oh yeah. Like, like, okay. They so, were like stray animals. Sorry, this is the brony in me coming out because <laughs> every time I see like, a horse with a horn and wings. Yes. That's not a unicorn or a pegasus. Exactly. It's an alicorn. Uh-huh. And no one ever acknowledges exactly. it. Exactly. It pisses me off. They either call it a unicorn or a pegasus. And I'm like, no, those are both wrong. It's an alicorn, damn it. Right. If it has wings, it's a pegasus. If it has a horn, it's a unicorn. If it's both, it's an alicorn. There was my brony right There you go. But no, those are the unicorns. And they basically become like, like... They're like stray dogs, stray There's, cats in the street. They reminded me of like raccoons. Yeah. Because they like eat trash. Eating trash. And, and they hide they... in caves. <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was funny. Yeah. I loved those. So it's, it's Ian's 16th birthday and he's just kind of that, you know, invisible kid that, you know, a lot of us, especially the two of us have been in, you know, our past, especially yes. as child, um, our childhoods. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just, he looks at the pictures of his dad who has passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, he got sick of some sort um, and passed away before he was born. Yeah, it sounds his mom like. was pregnant with him. Yeah. Or maybe he was just a new newborn babe. When he passed. Um, and so he's the younger of the two. Uh, Barley is played by Chris Pratt. Um, oh God, and he's I... like every... Kevin Smithy kind of character, um, you know, where they have the van and his has got like the alicorn with the wizard on the side. Yeah, of the van. And he listens to like the, the fantasy rock. It sounds like stuff. he listens to, um, Black Mages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an epic band. Yeah. They play Final Fantasy music and yeah. rock and roll form and it's amazing. Yeah. And he's got like the, the jean jacket with the sleeves cut off and it's got a bunch and the of patches. Like, the patches that are like, it's like the, the style of like Slayer's band yeah. logo, but it's like a bunch of fairy tale kind of yeah. you know, bands. Um, yeah. And- oh, and this is a world where basically Dungeons and Dragons is like equivalent to like the Civil War reenactments, yeah, exactly, because it's historically accurate. It's historically accurate, which makes me think. So, are LARPers in their world like the same as like Civil War reenactors in ours? I guess I could be. I have to ask some LARPers to know. I don't know any currently. <laughs> um. I don't know any active. LARPers. I don't. I never knew 
any act I probably know a LARPer and just don't know it. Do you know in my circle of friends? But I when I used to uh DJ at uh-huh. the radio station, they would LARP in Sherwood Park. Yeah. So I, I would see them, so yeah, I'd kind of be people. like, huh. I know them. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so on on the soundtrack itself, just to side note, they do have Lagrange by ZZ Top. Nice. Yeah. I thought there was some good music. Yeah, and in then that. Mr. Blue Sky by Jeff Lynn. Um so That's a good soundtrack. You know, they had some really good stuff and like Chris Pratt's character Barley is just kind of that older brother who's um uh, how she said this is the longest gap year ever, where he's just <laughs> kind of spun out and he's just working on his van and kind of the shiftless loser type who wants to live in a fantasy world because he's you know he doesn't want to necessarily live in the modern times he likes the old idea of things yeah yeah which i can't help but actually kind of like sympathize oh, with yeah. him though because he's his trying, simpler times he, well, and, and he's trying to find his own niche yes. into being a productive member of society, which I don't know. I feel like exactly. And he's just like, he, he's just different than everybody else. He Mm -hmm. just, but he's not stupid. No, he's not stupid. He comes off a little, you know, stupid because he's kind of lazy or he's, he's super focused on the game. Well, really he likes really his folk in hi- technically history. Yes. It's like historically. Yes. Like that's the one kind of funny thing is like if it was an actual world where yes. we don't have magic was never a thing. Yeah. Then he would be a lot worse off because it's like, Precisely. okay, you need to actually accept what your reality, but that was their reality. Yeah. Was that it used to be filled with magic and yes. wonder and adventure. And that's more Ian's view of it. Yeah. He's got the digital watch. He's got the, you know, the smartphone, the smartphone and the alarm clock and, you know, all the modern day type things, even though they still like live in kind of mushroom type shape houses. Yeah. It's just like yeah. magic fantasy meshed with the real world and was just like, so this would happen if yeah. like a mermaid became your neighbor. Precisely. There's no humans. No, there's no just normal humans. Cause there's the, uh, Minotaur. Yeah. Um, who is the cop? Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, who was he? Oh, Mel Rodriguez, um, Colt Bronco. Mm. So he's like an overweight townie cop. Um, and he just did a great, he oh, did he, a great job. He was wonderful. Um, oh yeah, Julia Lewis, uh, Dreyfus played the mom. Yeah. Lauren Light. Honestly, Lauren Lightfoot, yeah. the mom and the manticore. Yeah, played by Octavia Spencer. Oh my god, I so love good. her. So They good. were honestly probably my favorite characters. Right. I loved the mom and the manticore, Corey. <laughs> right. Oh, it was t- so good. Ooh, Ellie Wong was also in it. Oh, Wilmer Valderrama. I think he was the one who played the guy that knew their dad. Oh. At the beginning. Yeah. Did you notice what the sign said at the little burger place when he was no. waiting for his breakfast? No. Now serving second breakfast. Ah. Oh, I did not see that. I thought that was like a oh cute little God. nod to fantasy. That was I really cute. up on the marquee of the sign and I was just like, yeah. Oh I love it. I didn't see that. Now serving second breakfast. Because <laughs> he goes to like a Burger Kingy type of place yeah. for his breakfast because everybody in the house keeps ruining his breakfast on his birthday. <laughs> and all he wants to do is eat like cereal and, and toast, toast and everybody's ruining it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he desperately wanted to meet his dad. Um, and then it turns out that he had left them something and the mom brings it down from the attic and it turns out it's a wizard staff and it's got the phoenix stone or whatever that is yeah to power um, it yeah and then he ended up actually making a spell because he was kind of like barley who the, was very the dad was yeah, yeah when he was ill yeah. just 
past the time in the hospital, he was like researching magic. Mm -hmm. And it's a spell that will bring you back for one day. Yep. For one whole day. Yes. And, uh, yeah, they explain it like three times, but yeah, magic's not easy. Yes. So that's, that's a point we're going to talk about. Yes. (laughs) So I feel like we're going to like explain it and get sidetracked by a lot of things. Right. That's how we're going to do it because it, it reminded me. So yeah. So, um, Barley tries the spell. Yes. Doesn't work. He tries like 40 times. Sweet yes. dude. I actually kind of like feel bad for him in this aspect and I'll explain it in a sec. Exactly. But, um, um, okay. Cause I think I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> so I think I'm the same thing. We're, we're thinking, <laughs> we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yes. We're on the, the same. And, um, so Ian then tries the spell just kind of like half heartedly. Yes. But you need heart. So apparently he did it with enough heart. Yes. Um, and he has like the magic touch and was able to bring his dad back or at least sort of. Yes. Because there's a problem. Yeah. He, he, I think the stone was actually cracked when they brought it out. Mm. So I think that may have been a problem as to why it didn't go. See, I think it's because he wasn't physically strong enough. So mm. if Barley would have actually like helped him, yes. they would have brought him back right exactly. then and there. Could have. Yeah. Because he swings it, which distracts it and then makes it smash right. because it like detracts the power. Right. So that's what my thinking was yeah. is if he, if they the brothers would have come together at the very first moment, they probably could have had the whole but that's day with their dad. Kind of the whole purpose of the movie. That's the whole purpose yeah. of the movie. So yeah, they bring his bottom half back yeah. and they only have 24 hours. Literally fix- from the belt down. Yes, belt down. <laughs> so it's like kind of like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> a little bit, a little yeah. Bit. And I think they did a great job with it. Oh yeah, the, it was the, so funny. It was the great. bits were great. The bits were so great. <laughs> but yeah, so they have twenty four hours to bring him back, and to bring him fully back, they need another Phoenix Stone. So yes. that's what the quest is: is to go hunt down another Phoenix Stone. Yes, to do the spell again to bring his full body back full form yes yeah but um the thing that kind of got me is eventually the brothers have a fight and we'll get to that but i thought it was interesting because they could have totally gone this way that barley never got upset with ian for having the magic touch right because i was kind of that was like i I do try to think of the ending for things i'm like well it could go this way or it could go this way yes especially with kid movies i do that a lot when it surprised me i'm like oh yeah. You got me. Yeah, he never... But yeah, no, he never got upset with him. Or because, jealous or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I kind of was expecting that to come up at one point, him being like, do you know how much time and energy I've looked into our past and history, and right. you can use magic, and you don't even care. It's, yeah. Because I'm very mean, Harry Pottery, where you just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wizard pull, Harry. You're a wizard <laughs> Harry, and I'm just a dirty muggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was also kind of sweet that he never like threw that in his face. Yes. He only celebrated him. He never. Yeah, he did. He was. Uh, he was. They were really good brother. They were really good brother duo characters. Yeah, and that's the whole point of the movie is like them actually building a relationship because yes. they never don't seem to not like each other. Right. They they always at least seem to care, mm-hmm. but they're just from different worlds. Exactly. They're very much in different worlds, and they just don't seem to have a very deep connection other than dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And their mom is awesome. And their mom is awesome. I love their mom. She's, so She's good. the best. Like mom, she was a good mom. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am kind of glad the the police officer, like he was, like not really a jerk, but he was realistic. Yes, as like the to be stepdad. Yeah, yeah, but at least they never villainized him. Yes, and they ne- never made it seem like he 
didn't care. Exactly. But, like, he got mad because, like, they were, like, stressing out their mom. Because yes. they went on this epic quest that was probably going to kill them. Yes. Which is understandably upsetting. Because they went off half-cocked and they didn't know about all the things. Yeah. So, but I thought that was sweet, too. Yes. So, yeah. So, okay. So, they have to bring their dad back. Yes. So, they start going on this quest. And he's brought, like, the game book and some of the cards, like the Phoenix Stone card and then... The I don't remember if it was like the wizard staff or whatever what other card he grabbed. Um, um, well, he they, but they left it too because they, that's how the mom figured it the out. Manticore. Yeah, the Manticore, yeah, the Manticore tavern, tavern. The tavern, yeah, the tavern card. Um, so they take the book and it's got basically all the spells in them. Mm-hmm. And I really like that they didn't like take from Harry Potter or anything like that. So nothing sounded similar. It sounded like they went with their own styling of spell work. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't so over the top that you'd be like, I don't understand that. But, uh, but just enough. Speaking as a writer Uh who tries to think of names for things, it does kind of suck because a lot of things are still going to sound like Harry Potter because it's Latin. Yeah. You use Latin Latin a lot when you're trying to think of names or at least I try to, because I try to find meaning in things. Because, it, you know, the root of all of those things goes back to these languages and, yeah. and what have you. But I try to go yeah. Chinese, too, because that's been around almost as oh, long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Um, so <laughs> but, they, yeah, they, they, it was their own thing. Yes. And, and Barley, he's just, he's well-meaning, but he does not always have that foresight that he's going to be getting into trouble, which gets him into trouble a lot. Yeah. Um, and therefore Ian seems to have been the one that grew up also a little too fast as well. They both grew up a little too fast in their own way. Yeah. But he's the more worrisome, you know, worrying about the things and how things are going to look and be and everything. Mm -hmm. And Barley's just like, I don't have time for worrying about too much about that. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But his, them explaining that yes. was also really cool. There was a, there were reasons behind it. It wasn't just, oh, this is the bully or this is the, the shiftless dude or this is the, the thoughtful, sensitive dude. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't just fall into these tropes because it made it easy for people to write. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, they actually put thought behind yeah. their characters. Weird. Yeah. So like, they run out of gas. And then they try to do the spell for the gas tank, and then they end up shrinking Barley down to almost nothing. The and, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they, they accidentally, you know, wreck the pixies' bikes, and they're biker pixies who do not fly, but like multiple of them control the inside control of the bikes. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting, and they're not normal. They're like, they looked like they were steroided out yeah and they were really angry pixies and they were all like super punk yeah (laughs) um and had just those voices that make you just want to scream but it was hilarious but it made made sense um and you know that car chase or the motorcycle van chase was so good that was oh god it was so funny and just the fact that they made the dad present even though he was literally just the bottom half body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the top half is like a mannequin top half yeah, made out of, like, he, clothes. Yeah, clothes and some sunglasses. So definitely, like, a weekend at Bernie's, you know, hanging back kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And then when, you know, the top part falls off, it's just kind of like magic dust, woo-woo light. Yeah. That they just, you know, woo-woo. There's yeah. nothing there. Um, Just knowing that there's nothing. There's some magic that needs to fill in that space. Exactly. Um, so I just, I thought that whole chase scene was great. 
Um, I thought the pacing was really good. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there's other stories that you're just like, why are we still on this thing? Mm-hmm. Why did we circle back to this issue? Exactly. I know it's going to be a thing, but then you're like, this is well, kind of like overblown the, the, thing. Yeah. And the B yeah. plot was kind of the mom trying yeah. to catch up with them. Yes. And it totally makes sense. Yes. Um, so they, they get themselves to the Manticore's lair. Thought that was so freaking hilarious. Her name is Corey. The Manticore, and she's basically turned her lair, the tavern, into like a Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, Barley's so intense on getting that map that they kind of, him and Ian, push the button a little too hard. A little too hard, but man. Yeah. It was great. How she does Her emotional breakdown is like, girl, I feel you. I have been there. I have been there. And I think Octavia Spencer... Voicing that character couldn't have been better. Oh my god, it was perfect. It was so good. I think they chose the right voices for everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, like, Mm -hmm. I've seen them in interviews and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems like anyone who is in the vicinity of like Tom Holland is like, this is mine. Yeah. This is my soft boy. If you hurt my soft boy, I will kill you. Because he's like their little squishmallow. Yes. Yeah. He is. (laughs) Like, he's the equivalent. Even though he's an adult male. A young adult male. Yeah. But, but he's like, still squishy. He out. fucking owns it though. He does. He does, he, there's no way he's not aware of how adorable yeah. he is. And he's gonna milk that until he's not adorable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then he'll just go into the Chris Pratt territory. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Where he'll be like, like the, like, personality is still like soft boy, but you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you're filled out now. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's not fair to think that's not going to happen because he's oh, going to yeah. get older. Precisely. <laughs> he's going to get they more tend muscle. To do that. They People tend to do, do that. that. But for now, we'll just accept him as our soft boy. Yeah. Which I think is why their brother dynamic works so well. Oh yeah, they're yeah. They seem like they would be like really cool people in yes, real life to hang out with and work with. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's that the van chase uh, with the bike and the bikes and everything and oh god, there and then the dancing. No, oh, that was one of the best scenes. Cause I think it was a good way to really like let off the steam from that building. Yeah. Argument. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And for them to have like a legit bonding moment mm-hmm. but yeah so since the dad is only legs he can only like feel he yes. can't hear and so he can feel vibrations oh, so yeah because the shave and a haircut yeah yes. yeah that's how he can tell it's them which yeah. was really sweet too i thought it was because but at the same time like i understand you wouldn't want to do another beat because something else would either be copyrighted or but i'm like who doesn't know shave and haircut exactly <laughs> I mean, you get, you know, it's the dad because they talk about the socks yes. and his ugly purple socks. Ugly purple socks. So you know it's him, but yeah. like I just couldn't help but think that I'm like, who doesn't know shaving a haircut? Though? Exactly. But hey, whatever. It was still cute. But yes. yeah, so he starts dancing, and even his he hears legs, the music in the van. Yeah, he can feel the vibration yeah. of it through his feet, and he starts dancing, <laughs> and they're like, man, even just the he's bottom half, really bad. We can tell he's awful. <laughs> Wonder what the top half looks like, and then yeah. like Barley's pretending to be the top half of the dad. Yeah, and like, and then you can kind of see like how they're both kind of like their dad, yes. even though he's not there. Yes, which is really sweet. It is, um, and how they have to um, basically leash their dad to the dragon, <laughs> the dragon retractable leash. Yeah, like a dog leash him. from like falling off a yes. bottomless pit. Yes, because he's always in a bit of peril, and he's always like kind of tapping around for them, and then he like kind of hugs them with his foot, and yeah. <laughs> He's, he's like the not stupid like yeah he's just aware enough of where he is 
but he's still very vulnerable because he's only Imagine if he was cognizant of all of that exactly. the whole time. I'd be like, oh, I'm so... The whole time I couldn't respond. Yeah. But yeah. I could hear you the entire time, which is, I I think, was a nice way of... Because you didn't know if they were going to make it to the point that he would be whole to meet him um, and to talk about what they had their list. Because, well, Barley didn't have a list. Um but Ian had a list and it was like play catch and it was have some laughs and it was talk about yourselves and, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because you, I, I already f- could figure it out yeah. essentially. I mean, I didn't know that it came, I didn't realize it was going to come to that at the very end with the dragon and everything. Um, uh, but that, that was really good. And so out of the, you know, normal that you're like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and it made it very individual. Yeah, it didn't follow any other movie kind of. It could have followed Trek. It could have followed How to Train a Dragon. It could have followed all those same things, but they definitely went in a completely different way, mm-hmm. which is so good because original stories are great. Stop making remakes, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not Disney Pixar, but I'm just saying because um, I don't need another live action that's not live action. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I'm not interested. Right. Um, but noticing how. His list was actually coming to fruition mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. But I didn't see, as they were wrapping that movie up, how he was essentially seeing how Barley was all of those things to him. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet. I thought that was sweet. very sweet. Yeah. And it just gives you a new respect for Barley because he's kind of the washout. But, like, yeah. he's not an idiot. No. He's a legitimately good guy. He's a good big brother. And he's never been a jerk He's never been a jerk to well, Ian. And the fact that he knows who he is, and like I said, yes. he's just trying to find his place in society, but he's not willing to waver who he is. Right. Is really endearing. Yes. <laughs> it really endearing. I, I I thought that was really nice. Because he they could have just made him the big jerk older brother. Or the idiot. Yeah. Like that's kinda what just I was waiting idiot. for. Yeah, just to be the a idiot. A little bit. And I was just like, oh, it's actually like really sweet and yeah. thought out and okay so yeah the the big feels moment yes of when so okay um wait well you were talking about the story <laughs> no <laughs> got so yeah they got the map yes. and they went on the quest yes but um I the manticore didn't tell them that there was a curse yeah they 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 actually burned the real map yes. to the phoenix gem <laughs> because she can breathe fire and she kind of like slipped her shit yeah, she kind of... Well, she had a mental breakdown. She had a mental breakdown. Yes. I was about to say go postal. I'm like, no, that's not correct. She yeah. didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. That's bad times. But no, no, she she mentally snapped a little bit. She yeah. kind of had a little identity crisis. Yes. Understandably, when you turn your like rough and tough tavern into a t- Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Which I love what they did with her tavern at the end, because I was just like... I like that. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. And, but like having the big like Chuck E. Cheese fluffy thing get fluffy burned to a cr- yeah. yeah, get burned to a crisp. That was like, kind of satisfying. Furry. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, that was you good. burn that thing, girl. Yeah. Um, but her, you know, having the arm tattoos was great. Oh my she god, that was had... so great. How she was like slowly like turning back into yeah. her old badass. But self. she was also just a little bit crazy still. Because, I mean, a manticore <laughs> What are you, a lizard lion thing? I'm a scorpion. <laughs> I'm a scorpion lion. <laughs> uh, oh, no. So, oh, she's just, she's just, you know. Paralyzed. Paralyzed for a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. That I like that scene. part. As they were. God, we're lost. 
Okay, we're so lost on the quest. Oh, God. We're lost. Well, they got the map. <laughs> yes, they got the map. And then they were going to try to go to the mountain because it said that the... Oh, yeah, they took the little kid's menu. The ki- yes, the kid's menu. Yeah, because it had the where they were supposed to go as, yes. a, as a word search. Yeah, it turned out that part of that kid's menu that you color on was actually part of the map, which was very cute and clever. I liked it. Yeah, I was kind of like waiting for that because I was like, there's no way they would point that out without it being important. Exactly, because she was like, here's your kids in the crayons. and <laughs> Yeah, it's based on my actual maps. And I'm like, that's important. Yeah. So, very. but yeah, it was, they thought it was a mountain that was named for it. It was mm-hmm. Raven's Point, but no, it was actually a Raven statue. Yes, pointing to the next one and the next one and the next yeah, one. Yeah, and... If they would have taken the highway like Ian wanted yes. to, they never would have made it. They wouldn't have. They would have gone the wrong way. So yes. yeah, I liked how it was like Barley was right. They were both right, exactly in different ways. Yes, which is what I like. And it also, I don't it, like when there's a clear right one and a clear um, wrong one. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Fly, you fools! Literally, Fly, he you told fools. you what to do, you idiots. Um, <laughs> I, we wouldn't have book two and three. <laughs> I have seen so many reasonings of why oh, yeah. the eagles couldn't take them to Mordor. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother discussion. But still, I mean, he talks in riddles. Fly, you fools. <laughs> yeah. They Just, flew it's away. It's a thought. They, a thought. They, they, they flew away. Yes. It was, it was a, it's a thought. Yeah. I think basically the argument just comes down to the eagles were assholes and they yes. didn't want to. So that's as far as they took them because they're like, cool, we're done. Bye. Yeah. Eagles only do so much. Um, especially <laughs> giant ones. Um, so. They got shit to do apparently. Yes, they do. They gotta be birds. Um, <laughs> they gotta preen. Um, so, um, they're, I like, yeah, I like how they were both the right in their own way and how, Ian had to trust Barley mm-hmm. because he didn't really trust that much. No, he didn't even trust himself. Yes. But he Barley does yeah. too. Yeah. So he kind of helps him trust in general. Yes. Like trust him, trust yeah. himself. Trust the judgment. Um, and as they keep going along that, that route, of course, I love the bridge. Scene. Yeah. The bridge scene was so good, especially when, what are you doing? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so the, the, Officer Colt Bronco catches up with them mm-hmm. and they've just crossed this uh, bridge and I'll, you know, we'll leave some of those things out so that they have some fun with those. Yeah. Um, cause that, that was another trust thing, mm-hmm. um, with the invisible stuff. And so, uh, they get across the bridge and he's trying to make them go home and Ian just says, fine, we'll get in the van and we'll follow. And then they get in. And Barley's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I have no idea. And just guns it and runs away from the cops. Yes. And Which so, you know is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. Fairy, land, or no. Um, yeah. And then when he sacrifices his van, that was so good. <laughs> do, do, yeah, like do, Valhalla. Do. <laughs> oh, I love that they played that song. I was like, they did not. They start did. Playing. And I was like, yes. yes. I was like, the music. So Sacrifices good. Guinevere, the the, the van. The van she was a trusty steed. Yes, <laughs> um, and of course we put a little horsey humor in on that, which was so good. That was um, really clever. I, I thought they were so clever. I just ever since I saw the now serving second breakfast, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good time because <laughs> we're going to have some other little you know here and there things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they get all the way there and. Spoilers, big, big spoilers. If you haven't already heard, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Um, they get all the way through the cave. Yeah, so yeah, they reach the end of the, the raven yes. statues, and then they have to go through this, like, cave with a river, and they have to yes. get to the end of the water. And it turns out 
they're back at the high school. Yeah. Oh, but no. Okay. So the, the boat scene, <laughs> I wanted to talk about oh, barley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The barley moment. So backtrack. Yeah. Boat so, scene. Backtrack. So <laughs> when they're going through the cave, one other common theme of the movie is you work with what you got because that's as it's tattooed on my back. There's always a way as yep. long as one can think. There you go. So, um, Ian's learned some magic from the book throughout it. Barley's helped him, like, gain his self-confidence, right. which helps he be a good wizard, mm-hmm. which totally makes sense. Yeah, speak from your heart's fire. Speak from your heart. Your heart's fire! <laughs> oh, God, I loved that. Oh, was so he was good. so into it. I yeah. bet you anything they recorded together. Oh, they had to. They had to. They have. had such good chemistry. They so did. But, um, yeah, so they, they enlarge, they used the enlarging spell, yeah. which is the one that made Barley get small because it recoiled. Because he didn't have enough focus. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they make a cheese puff into a boat. Yes, so they, they do. So they can go faster. <laughs> and yeah, they, they, Barley kind of talks about one reason the way he is the way he is. And it was really well done. Oh, yeah. Because the reason why he, <clears throat> like, he cares, but he doesn't really care about, like, what other people think of no. him. As long as he's doing what he wants and being happy about it, mm-hmm. he's, he's happy. Yes. And the reason why is because when his dad was sick and he was supposed to say goodbye to him, he couldn't. Yes. He was too scared. He was too scared because he was probably like, what, five? Four or five years old or something. It looked like it. Because he was attached. He said he was in the hospital attached to all these machines and he was way too scared. So he didn't get to say goodbye. Because he didn't look like his dad, Mm -hmm. which I mean, like. A little kid. You totally understand that. I mean, like, even, even as an adult. Yes. Like seeing someone that you mm-hmm. know, like you don't want that to be your last memory. Exactly. But at the same time, if you don't go through with it, you regret you it. You have your regrets. Yes. But you know, if you've already made your peace, like everyone does it differently. Mm-hmm. There's no right way. There is no right way. Yeah. But like it was, I like it when they actually go into stuff like that mm-hmm. where it's not comfortable. It makes you sad and upset, but that is life. But it also makes you realize that you can apply that to your own life where you're like, I feel like Ian did because he never got to meet his dad. And I feel like Barley did because I never got to say goodbye the way I wanted, Um, Mm -hmm. which I thought was very good because then that's an easy way for kids to understand those kinds of things. Cause you know, you're just cause you're a child doesn't mean that you're not experiencing losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and just cause you're an adult doesn't mean that you're not experiencing losses and, and, you know, hard illnesses and things like that. So I thought it was a very good way of explaining those things. Yeah. I, without being too upsetting. Cause of course it's an animated movie and you can't go too far. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's nice to see even on the light, more lighthearted yes. side of films that they are trying to be more like life isn't always sunshine and rainbows. And there's a there's a message without being heavy-handed or preachy about it. Oh god. The fact that it wasn't preachy about anything is always nice too. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing was preachy. And it wasn't over the top like love is the most important magic of all. You know like when they have to repeat that through the whole entire thing. I think that's why I have such a problem with Frozen. I tried. I tried to watch it. I turned it off within 20 minutes. Don't know why. It just didn't hit me right. Yeah. Yeah. It, can, and then I, I saw the that. second one and all I needed was that little bitty thing that Olaf did <laughs> where it was explaining the first thing to the, like the people in the, the, uh, the forest or watched, whatever. I haven't watched the second one it's yet. It's freaking hilarious. If you just watch that scene where he's explaining the entire movie to these village people. <laughs> so good. He's like, well, at least we have our parents. And then he's like, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's facing away and he just turns around and goes, they're dead. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. 
funny. It's oh, like it's frozen who, in two minutes. Who is the voice actor who does all? Oh, he's the one who played Ga- uh, LeFou. LeFou. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I see uh, his face. Josh, because he looks so much like Jack Black. Yes, Josh. It, Josh, it's right there. Is it Josh Gad? I I think it's Josh Gad. Is that is that it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh laugh. Oh, I'll laugh. Laugh. Oh, laugh. Laugh. Um. Ah, oh, shit. That's not gonna bring it up. Yeah. I think it's Josh Gad. I think you're correct. Gad dance. Josh. <laughs> Josh Aru. Josh Josh Um. Christoph. Yeah, Josh Gad. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's and he's just got such a great expressive voice, especially for voice work. Oh. Um, side note. Yeah. I saw this on Instagram the other day. Uh huh. They're making a Beauty and the Beast prequel. About no about Gaston and LeFou really? with with Josh Gad and what? um Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It might be good. Because I I'm a purist, I guess. I'm one of those horrible purist people <laughs> where as soon as they're like, It's a live action Lion King, I'm like, it's CGI. It is CGI. <laughs> it's I, not did, I did like Iglesias Beauty and the Beast was mostly yeah, live action. Everybody seemed to like Beauty and the Beast, especially more than Cinderella. Yeah, I've seen both. The yeah. Cinderella one's okay. But I just, I guess, in my world, I don't need an updated version because I liked the originals. Even though oh, it was yeah. old. Um, you know, Cinderella was very old, but still ahead of its time animation. Um, Beauty and the Beast, not so old, but still ahead of its time with some animation and whatnot. I like them both. And I liked them, I liked them as they are. I don't feel like I need, I mean, I know why they're gonna do it. Some of it's the cha-ching. Um, <laughs> a lot of it is the cha-ching. Yeah, cause they can mark it again and they can do this again and it's all new for all this, you know, the new generation. That's great. But it's also, not that old. it's, I guess I'm more of a barley then cause then I'm like, the past is, is pretty cool and pretty magical. <laughs> See, I'm in the middle because yeah. I'm like that for, a lot yeah. of it, but when it's like actually done well oh, yeah. or good, I'm just like I do. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool too. Yeah. But no, if I had to choose sides, I'd probably go with the purest side. Right. Although I am... you keep talking about Mulan, so yeah. I, let's go see it, Mulan because it looks pretty darn good. It looks really good, and it's that like one Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon for teens. Yeah, and I'm kind of like they could do something really cool yeah. with this, and I yeah. kind of be like, okay. Yeah. Although I'm still pissed about Shang. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I am too. I think everybody's pissed about Shang. Even guys that we know are pissed that Shang's not in the movie. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of like, mm, okay. Come well, on. We'll have to see. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we'll. I'll. I'll. How about say we'll, we're reserving judgment for yes. that one. Yes. Because that one's even newer than That's any, true. any of them. So that, that is very true. But. If they do like a crouching tiger thing, I'd be like, "Ooh, that's yeah. cool. I can accept that. I can accept that because it's the it's the same story without being the same damn story. Well, it's kind of like just you, live. You action. can think of it as like or an CGI. alternate universe yes. where this stuff happens. Yeah, which I can accept. Yeah, I like alternate universe exactly. stuff. That's true because I like branching off things. That's like, well, if it would have been set in this, this sort time, of setting, yeah. yeah, this is what it would have been like. And like, here we are. <laughs> I can accept that. Yeah. So. But, so yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, so that we can circle back around the story. Right. Again. Let's see. Okay, so we went from Olaf yes. to Beauty and the Beast to Mulan to stupid CGI that's not live action. The stupid CGI. Stupid that's not CGI. Live so original stories. Yes, original <laughs> stories, which we love. Yes. Um, and are very pleased that this was one of those. Um, so they, they, like I said, a little preemptively, um, after they're on the cheese puff thing, they go through like this gauntlet. 
um, of, of all these threatening things. We can't forget about the gelatinous blob. The gelatinous cube. cube. The gel- Yeah, excuse me. It's not a blob. It's a cube. It's actually a shape. It's like a giant. It's it's basically just blob from monsters versus aliens in cube form without a personality and a voice. Mm-hmm. But it's like acid, so it eats you. Yep. <laughs> She's got 15 chunks of pineapple in her, and she treats me better. You ever did Derek? Derek is over. <laughs> oh, Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth Rogen. I fucking love that I did man. not know that I would actually like that movie. I thought it would be so freaking stupid. Sometimes it's just the right amount of stupid and yeah. not stupid that it hits that sweet spot. And it was original story, so it was like, okay, I get it. I get this. Every time I hear the name Susan, I think of that movie. What's your name when, when people see you coming and they scream? Susan. Susan. Oh, I scared myself. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it so much. I do. I love it. And Meet the Robinsons. Oh, Lilo and Stitch. That one gives me the all feels. All those ones that are just out of the ordinary. Actually, all those give me the feels. Well, yeah. Monsters vs. Aliens didn't give me the feels. No, but the, the, it was the fun feels. It was a fun feels. It was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Lilo and Stitch, uh. Oh. Lilo and Stitch. That one's so pretty. It is. I. Music's great. Music's great. The people are actually proportioned like people. Like, yeah. Nani is one of the best, like, designed Disney characters. Yes. I yeah. love Nani. Cause she's athletic. She's got those swimmer legs. Yeah, she got the swimmer legs I for love the for the surfing. Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> did she just fall out of her bed onto the chair? Uh, yeah, Morgana did a little oh, backwards oh, half gainer onto oh, the no, chair. Just, oh, the bed is on top of her. Oh, honey, it tortoised her. I'm sorry. She was leaning back a little too hard. She's like, "Oh God, I died, and I spent one of my lives." Yeah. <laughs> well, you still probably have at least seven. Seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and three quarters. There we um, go. So Sweet girl. They, they go through this gauntlet. They get past the gelatinous cube. Um, and they, they're like, finally, we've reached the thing so we can get this phoenix. Our quest has thing. been, has been victorious. And they get through and they come out and they are at New Mushroom Town because they live in New Mushroom Town. Um, high school. They are literally outside of their high school. Yeah. And I so think, well, I think Barley's outside. Out of high school. Is he, he seems like he, early oh, college. Oh, yeah, because she said gap year. Yes. Longest gap year ever. So he's probably at least two or three years maybe removed. Yeah. Or he's just working on his van, hanging out. He's in, he's in his 20s, Working probably. on his campaign, you know? Yeah. <laughs> working on his campaign. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of this, the game. I don't either. It's like something of your... Yeah. Something like that. Something so it's like, like Quest it was, of Your. Quest of Your. So, something like that. that. Um, so... Um, they're all defeated, and Ian's mad, and they're having another fight about how... Because it's almost sunset, so almost they're about sunset. to lose. They're about to lose the half of dad they have. Yeah. Um, and so they're having this fight, and Barley's not ready to give up just yet. Um, and Ian's just like, I just want to spend whatever time I have with half dad. Yeah, <laughs> with dad legs. Yeah, dad legs. Um, purple sock dad legs. Yeah. Um, so... It ends up that he does find the stone, and it's a very unlikely place. Um, I liked that roundabout way of being like, it circled back. Yeah. I like I it. I like it. That's why he chained himself to that thing. Um, and what they still don't know that it, there is a curse. And so the bomb is catching up to them right at this moment. The cops are catching up to them at this moment. It's a very um, uh, Blues Brothers-esque yeah, very moment. Blues Brothers. And as soon as he picks that Phoenix Stone up, um, it unleashes the curse, which is, it looks a lot like the, uh, supernatural demons, 
When they get out of the bodies? Yeah, except it's red instead except for of it's black. Red. Yeah, it's red, but it's got, like, circling around. And it's this curse is starting to pull items from the school and whatnot. And there's you'll see this, this scene a couple times, and then you'll realize how great it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to spoil that because it was just so sneaky. So good. But they end up with this, like, concrete dragon. Essentially? Yeah, it was a stone dragon. It was a stone dragon. So it was a massive stone dragon. Heart's in the middle. Of course, if you stab the heart, you're okay. Um, but they, it's hard to get to because it's a giant ass dragon and they're not used to magic because they're all modern. Yeah, well, and I mean, concrete's still pretty tough. So to get through the concrete to get, to, get to, to, the, the heart. to the core. Yeah, the heart of the curse. Yeah. Um, then stab it. Uh-huh. And so, um, they're trying to keep the dad legs safe and they're trying to battle the dragon. And it's really cool that, you know, the mom, she's never, she's never, like, in the way of, like, oh, well, I want to see my husband. I liked how she said, go spend time with your dad. Yeah. Because, like, she I, had I her time. I kind of bad for her, though, yeah. too, because I'm like, I'm sure she wants to. Yeah, but at the same time, she's happy with Colt Bronco. Yeah, she she's accepted and moved yeah. on. And it feels like she doesn't have any regrets. Yeah, about oh, yeah, time. that was a really great thing yes. too. Well, and it was like it was cool that they showed little things of like she, like of course she still loved her husband. Yes, like when they first find the spell with the staff, and mm-hmm. she's Walton was that his name? Will or oh, I don't know because he never had a speaking part, so I don't just know. that tape. Oh, the tape, the tape. That was one thing I was gonna say. That was Ugh. one thing that I honestly thought they were gonna do with because okay, did it? We're old enough that we know what cassettes are. Yes. Did it like bother you or think that there was going to be like, there was going to be like a backside to the tape, like that he just never knew about? Right. That could have like helped out or something. Yeah. Or yeah. like another message or something. Cause like right. when he played it and he stopped it, I was like, flip it over. Yeah. I, like, I think it was him trying to figure out like the old, um, like answering machine. Yeah. Because he's like, I think I got it. She's like, I'm going to go over here because I don't think you got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I'm like, I bet there's a backside that right. has like a message for him that's going to be like the that. That would have been really awesome. I was kind of waiting for that. Like I was yeah. expecting like after, you know, everything is going to be like, oh yeah, dad said that there's another side of the tape. Yeah. And that would have been just another little nod because they still use like cassette tapes. Yeah. Even though they're magically inclined and they have smartphones, they have cassette tapes. <laughs> Yeah, even in even in Barley's van, it's old school cassette. Tape, I know, but which it's cool. It's it's like a little nod of like yeah. he is as old school as he can be with with still with having some kid. stuff. Yeah, yeah. being modern because like twenty year oldish. Well, I mean, like shit, vinyl's coming back. I it have is? a couple of vinyls now because vinyl sounds good. It does. So like you know, retro. Oh my god, John John Ratzenberger's in it in true Disney form. What? Yes. He, well, who was he in it? Because, you know, he's the underminer. <laughs> yeah, he's in every single Pixar film. He's one of the construction workers, it looks like. In- oh, okay. I was actually thinking about that when we started talking about that. He is in every single Pixar film. Yes. Yes, because I, as soon as the end of Incredibles came, I'm the underminer. And I just thought that was the greatest freaking name ever <laughs> yeah. for a villain. I can remember, I, I, well, except for all the newer ones, I know... All the roles he's in. Yes. Because he's, he's just good. And he's just so, like, because he was Cliffy. He's Cliffy. Um, he's so good. Um, he was construction worker Fenwick. <laughs> oh, okay. So probably um, at the end there. Yeah, towards uh. the end. Because there's a construction across the street from the school. Yeah. Um, so 
Ian comes full circle with his powers. Yeah. Oh, um, I was I was talking about the yeah. mom. The, oh yeah, mom. The part mom, I was thinking about. So mom. yeah, I think we'll go with Will for yes. the dad's name. But yeah, like when they find the spell, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Will, you crazy genius! What yes. did you do?" Yeah. So it, it's cute that they had little nuggets. All of them. They all felt yes. just organic with little lines like that. Yes. That was like you could sense their caring. You could mm-hmm. sense like their turmoil. It was just nice little things like yeah. that, without having over dramatized it. Yeah, um, or and then yeah, like, like that. the and like the part where she was like, "Yeah, you go spend time with your father, and I'm yeah. gonna fight a fucking dragon because I'm a badass like that, yeah. the big stone dragon." <laughs> um, and um, and then Ian, you know, in his wizard staff comes into play. You know, he's battling the dragon. Mom that was actually the dragon. a really good choreographed. I really like that scene as well. So they they do really good action scenes. Yeah, like they, I adore anything that does a good yeah. fight scene mm-hmm. where it's like, oh my god, that's would make sense why yeah. they do that exactly. And using your environment, yeah, like. I live for stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's fun to write. <laughs> yeah. So Ian's fighting the dragon and he's trying to, him and Barley are trying to get the whole thing going to keep him like actually coming back because they've got the stone in the staff and it's before he starts fighting him that they're getting him back, right? Yeah. Because like, that's when guess... Barley actually does lean on him and helps him to finish. Yeah. And so that's why I thought yes. that at the beginning, if they would have both done the spell. Then we wouldn't have the adventure or yeah. the quest. Yeah. As he says. <laughs> um, and um, so everybody's doing their part to fight, especially Corey, the man of core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's actually using her wings. Breathing um, fire. Yeah. Breathing yeah. fire and all badassery. Um and, you know, he, of course, vanquishes the the dragon, um, but he's in the middle of the rubble. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't essentially, he doesn't actually get to have the time, but he gave up his opportunity to let Barley actually say goodbye. Yeah. And I that... thought that was, that was way above and beyond what most animated, quote unquote, kids movies would do. That's very, that's a very selfless Act. Yeah. Yeah. Where you know, you, everyone else is like, I'll throw myself in front of you and then I pretend to die. And it was like, no, I have this opportunity to get what I finally want. Even though I know that you've experienced living with dad for a short time, but I know how important it is that you get to finish this. Yeah. And Barley never like tried to take <clears throat> that away from no. Ian either. No. He always, you know, wanted to make sure his brother was, yes. was the one who was taken care of. Mm hmm. But yeah, it was a very. I knew how important it was that Ian got to actually meet his dad. Mm-hmm. But never like ex- like you know, truly expressing what he wanted to. Except for when he said, you know, you know, I would like to see dad too. Yeah, which it's like, yeah, like these characters have actual inner thoughts. Yes, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But very yeah, good. it was. It was nice that it kind of teaches. Think about what you have and mm-hmm. what you want, and what do you have that already is what you want. Exactly. Which is a very nice thing to teach anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone, honestly, to look and appreciate what you do have. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it, it's not exactly what you thought it would exactly. be. Exactly. Because it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna, like I'm going to throw myself in front of it. I'm going to kind of be dead, but then magic will bring me back. It's a much <laughs> more realistic way of showing children. 
sacrifice how to be sacrifice without dying um <laughs> yeah no don't no don't die please yeah please don't die um but in a realistic way that they know that they can see what empathy looks like mm-hmm. and it's on their level yes so it's animation but they're still learning something exactly very without dumbing it down very important yeah. lesson yeah I think that's a, and it's not a heavy handed one. It wasn't like they were trying to beat it into you the entire time. It was just, you came to that conclusion. You saw it, um, evolve as the story went on, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Especially when Ian was going down that list and realized that while he didn't have his dad, he experienced all of that stuff on his list with Barley. Mm-hmm. And when he said, I didn't have a dad, but I always had you. So it was like, ah, oh, feels little tear. Little tear on the right side. Right. <laughs> I can feel, I can feel you forming. I was like, I'm just, I'm just, suck it up. Um, <laughs> get back in there. Get in there. Um, and I just, I thought it was nice not to have to see the dad and have the dad talk and stuff like that. Cause I feel like that makes it harder. I think it was quite nice and touching the way they had it from a distance. Yeah. Where it was like truly a personal private exchange. Yeah. Yes. But like Ian still got the like yeah. confirmation that his brother did get it. So yes. his sacrifice was not in vain. Exactly. So that was nice. But and yeah, it was like, nice that his brother did not included him in the exchange with the dad. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was so sweet. It was so sweet. <laughs> he said his name, his wizard name would be like Wilfred the whatever. Wilfred the whimsical. Yeah. Wow. That's a real lame. Yeah. Yeah. That is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I just I would definitely watch that one again. See, now that we've talked about it, yeah. I want to change my score. You can change it. I, I want to change it like a four point five. Yeah, because it just makes you just like, yeah, yeah. Like life can be all right. It, yeah, even when it's hard, it's it can still be good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, technically, I, I'd be like, I give it a five out of five because I'm just like, I'm either one of those people that just absolutely loves it, or I'm like, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> no, if you make me watch Frozen, that may be a hate watch. <laughs> I, or a drunk watch, because I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> drunk watch might be extremely fun. We could yeah. like sing along to it while yeah. intoxicated. Because, I mean, all you, can, all you need to know is let it go. Yeah. Please don't sue us, Disney. We love all the other stuff. Yeah, we do love all I the other stuff. I do love all the other stuff, except for the CGI that is not live action. Yeah. I have problems. I still, <laughs> still kind of want to watch Jungle Book, honestly. I've heard good things. I like the old school Jungle Book that I saw way back in the day when I was a little kid. Yeah. At yeah. least that one was a little aged, so yeah. it kind of made sense. Yeah. That one I accepted. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't want to watch the new Lion King. No. No, not the new Lion King. I don't want to watch the new Dumbo. Is I've heard that hard one enough good. to read the, like, watch the first Dumbo. Weirdly enough, I actually, I, I think I, it was one of those, like, lazing on the couch as much as possible yeah. and I act like let Netflix do autoplay yeah. and I watched the new uh, Pete's Dragon which is a really obscure Disney film oh god I love the original Pete's Dragon see I never watched the original <gasps> oh we watched it all the time but I watched the new one yeah. it was actually really good oh nice I, but I had no frame of comparison yeah. ooh nostalgia watch to watch that nostalgia watch that um, good cause oh love old Pete's Dragon like, Love it so I, much. Like, I know it, I just yeah. have never seen it. Wow. I've, seen most, that I've seen most Disney things, but yeah. there's a few that I haven't. It's one of those ones that I can just immediately close my eyes and be like, yep, I see it. I got it. <laughs> yep. It's good. 
Good times. That could be a good one. Oh, we, could, yeah. we could do that sometime. That's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, mm. speaking of things uh-huh. to watch on yeah. uh, Disney Plus, we should watch Muppet Treasure Island sometime. <gasps> Because that's on Disney Plus, and I've wanted I know, to watch it. Songs, I do too. But it's been forever and a half since I watched it. Yeah. Oh, actually, speaking of nostalgia watches, I want to know if there's an animated film. Yeah. I just remembered it the other yeah. day, and I just watched it the night before last again. Have you mm-hmm. ever watched or heard of a movie called Cats Don't Dance? I heard of it. I never watched it because I think I was just on the verge of starting to be older for that one. Okay. Yeah, it came out but in like 98. But I heard of that one. I think it came out in 98. Did you ever watch uh, Rockadoodle? I watched it when Chanticleer? I was in college. The rooster that is Elvis, his name is Chanticleer? Yeah. <laughs> I I watched that one when I was in college because I missed yeah. that one. and I, I that's Yeah, I saw it when it was new. That's Don Bluth, right? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think he's one of the characters in that one. Um, well, Don Bluth's the director, the animator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he, he did a lot of I was thinking of, my... oh, shoot, big dude, bearded uh, um, I'm not character sure. actor, and I can't remember what his name is. Um, mm. <laughs> maybe Bluth is also his last name? Or maybe it's oh, the same guy. Oh, um, Belushi? No. Okay. No, I'll have to think of it. I'll think of it at 2 in the morning. Probably. But, um, well, Don Bluth did a lot of my old, like, non-Disney favorite animated yeah. films. Yeah. And, yeah, God, I love his style. Yeah. I love his style. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Casto Dance. I love that movie. Uh, so good. It, that's Warner Brothers, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, there we go. We can go on Warner, Warner Brothers kick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rockadoodle. It's been forever since I've thought about that one. <laughs> All Logs Go to Heaven. That one kind of scarred me. That one scarred um, a lot of us. Yeah. That one scarred me too. God, I can't watch Secrets of Nim because that one's disturbing as to mm, me. I, I don't know why I'm editing myself because we don't edit ourselves on this one, but I, feel, I guess I feel because we're talking about Disney. I'm like, I'll edit myself with the children. Not that they're going to listen to reviews. Um... <laughs> Yeah, maybe someday. Well, people could listen to our recommendations. I actually, I love The Secret of Nim. Yeah. I loved that movie. It wasn't, it was too, in my brain, it was too dark for me to understand. Mmm. Because it's like when my a family member got the original version of Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Which I've told you about in the past. Yeah. Um, and that kind of scarred me because I was like, that's not how the story goes. It doesn't go like Ariel gets the guy. Oh my god. Yeah. If you guys have not seen or read the original Little Mermaid, by all means, um. Yeah, if you want to scar your childhood yeah, a little. Be, be warned that it just, yeah, it's all those fairy brothers grim kind of things where they don't turn out like the way Disney does. No. Yeah. No. Which is why it took me a little while to come around to like Nightmare Before Christmas because I'm like, what is this? This is not, what is this? <laughs> See, I was weirdly like, the most like internally goth kid, but yeah. not externally goth. Me too. Kid. I was internally goth, but I wasn't quite ready for Nightmare Before Christmas yet. I was like a year or two behind some of those ideas. That's fair. Um, but by the time Corpse Bride came out, I was like, "Oh, I really <gasps> like this movie." We should talk about Corpse Bride yeah. sometime. We should just talk about Tim, Tim Burton, Burton movies. Yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. <gasps> Love Tim Burton. Ooh, maybe when Kyla's in town, we should do that hey. because we could do like a two-hour episode. Hey. I'm not even kidding. Sweet. Of the three like of it. us talking about that. Yeah. She'll probably like listen it. to this and probably be like, "Yes," and oh. message me. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll message her. We can do that. See, we're already thinking like thinking we always ahead. do. Yeah. Thinking ahead. Maybe, maybe we should wrap this up <laughs> before we go on too much of a tangent. Yeah. Oh, last thing we should talk about the movie. We haven't talked about yes. the opening short. 
Oh, the opening we short. We talked about it before we started recording, but we haven't actually talked about it on here yet. The opening short was Maggie Simpson in Playdate with Destiny. Yeah, and we we were kind of talking about, like, afterwards, how we are like, that was awesome, but it's weird that Disney owns everything now. It does. It owns everything. Because they own um, Simpsons now. And there was no, no words. It was just music throughout the whole thing. And, of course, Maggie's little... Yeah, her binky suck. Yeah. Um, and she goes to the park and she meets, I can't remember what the kid's name is. It's Harold or something. Or Hudson. 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 Yeah. <laughs> because it's so hilarious. They introduce each other by showing them like their names written in their clothes. Yeah. So Maggie's is in her collar. Yeah. And his is on like his waistband of his diaper. Yeah. And they like have this lovely little date where they're pretending like it's a fantasy of being like adults, but they're just like shoving sand in each other's faces. Yeah, like eating like cake. Yeah. And it's sand in their faces. Yeah. And looking out over the ocean and they're just on the playground and stuff. Yeah, the jungle gym. Yeah. So Marge <laughs> takes her that day. The next day, Homer takes her. But to her horror, he takes her to the eight year old and up park, not the infant park. Yeah, because that's where the taco yes. truck is. Because the taco truck is there and he's not even. And guess what? He ate a burrito, not a taco. He did have a burrito. It's a taco something. Taco Mallow. Yeah. And I wonder what Mallow is. M-A-L-O. That has to be something bad. Because remember, Mallow means bad in Firefly? Oh, yeah. Malicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll have to ask Vanessa. Mallow. I'll look it up. (laughs) What does that mean in Spanish? Um, And so she's searching for him. She's searching for him. um, And she's almost getting, of course, into all these horrible things. Like, kids are going to kick her on the swing. This, that, the other, and she like launches herself up in the air somehow, and she oh, she steals him. she steals the skateboard. Yeah, she steals the skateboard on the half pipe because she's awesome. Yes, and she sees him, and he's just about to look where he can see her, and then Homer takes her home. Yep, and it's to the point where she's like losing her little baby mind because she hasn't seen Hudson because this is like the second or third time that Homer takes her. Yep, and she can't handle it and. Like, Marge gets her in the morning, and she's excited because she thinks she's going to go to the park with her. And Homer takes her again. <laughs> this time, Maggie takes the wheel and, like, turns it up completely around. Homer is completely unaffected. Yep. He's got his hands behind his head, and he's like, okay, the baby's driving. I mean, shit, if Maggie were my kid, I would probably trust that, too. That's true. She did She did shoot uh, Mr. Burns. That is true. She did. Spoiler alert from, like, Spoiler 20 years yeah. ago. So- <laughs> If you don't know, you're too young or just catch up, okay? Um, you yeah. know that by now. Um, also, there's like 66 tree houses of horror, so shut up. Um, <laughs> Truth. Yes, there's too many. There is too um, many. And then um, it's funny because there's like a train scene where she's running and running and she's, of course, stumbling over her onesie. I was waiting for the train yeah. to wrap around. And she's so sad because all of a sudden he just, Hudson just disappears and she just slumps on, on down. On little, little kid train. Yeah, and then you just hear... And then it's just, it's literally just the little kid train. Yeah. Like, I was like waiting for that. And I'm like, it's yeah. a little kid train. I'm like, where's the circle? Yeah, yeah. Where's the circle? And I just thought that was so, it was charming. It was so It was cute. quite charming. And just a short where everybody's very, because the Simpsons are so recognizable. Yeah. You can just, you know exactly what they sound like, what their deal is, what their adventure is. And it was just cute to see just Maggie. Well, and it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool in a really bizarre monopolized way. Of course. That Disney owns Simpsons now because honestly the Simpsons are about as recognizable as Mickey Mouse is. They are. So like. They absolutely are. <laughs> and they couldn't have been from two different worlds, you know. 
than anything. So they're, yeah. the fact that they're, they make this work together now is very cool. So it is cool. Yeah. That's, that's kind of, and they're like, still letting the Simpsons be the Simpsons, even though it's part of their company. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, it, had, it still had the same Simpsons feel. The art wasn't different. The colors weren't different. It was, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know how the newer seasons have been going. I've lost touch with Simpsons for a while now, but I haven't heard yeah. anything awful. Yeah. I, I don't know. If I was very much into animation TV wise when I was younger, it mm-hmm. definitely became more of a thing when I became older. Right. Um, especially with Bob's Burgers and, um, uh, Foster, and- Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. <gasps> we should talk about that on an episode. I have season two on DVD. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not season one, apparently, but season two. That's a great show. That's a great show. It's such a good show. Um, yeah. Ooh. And Invader, Invader Zim. God, I love Invader Zim. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at Kyle real yeah. quick. Hey Kyle! Yeah. Do you remember if um Foster's home was made by the same guy who made Samurai Jack? Am I correct in remembering that? Um no, I I can't remember. It was around the same time. Gendy Tartakovsky. Wow. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. He's quite the creator. But the reason why I was trying to think of that is because they came out around the same time. And I couldn't remember. But um, Samurai Jack. Okay. Recognize the name. It was a great show. Yeah. It was a really great show. Yeah. And it finally ended. It was one of those rare shows that was, like, critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Like, the audience fucking loved it. Yeah. It was, like, the art design was great. It was a great show. And it had, like, 50 episodes. And it just ended. It just ended no. one day, like without it, like, you know, completing the overarching story. Ugh. And they came back. I think it's like five years old now, which is mind blowing wow. to me because it came back and it came back for like a 12 episode run and oh. wrapped it up. Oh, and they actually wrapped it up. Well, like nice. by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, it's over. And I'm happy. And I also hate yeah. everything I'm because sad of, that it's over because of how they ended it, because they actually got it on Adult Swim. OK, so they made it a lot darker. And I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, I love this. And I hate this because it's making me feel things. Yeah. And then it ended. And I was like, okay, I found it. you found, I found it. it. <laughs> Craig McCracken. Craig McCracken. I think he... <laughs> didn't he also do Powerpuff Girls? Oh, no. Damn it. See, now old. we're going off on tangents. I was definitely too old for Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Well, I mean, not too old, but I was just not in the oh, right... And, and Lauren Faust was also heavily involved. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's... Okay, so he's the guy who's married to Lauren Faust, who made My Little Pony, yes. Friendship is Magic. He did make Powerpuff Girls. Okay. And he made Wander Over Yonder, which I've heard is good. That was a Disney show. Cheese. Cheese. His name was Cheese Louise. <laughs> yes. Dom De Louise. I think that's who I'm thinking of for not uh, Don Bluth, but I was thinking Dom De Louise. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Yep. <laughs> no, I can see that. I can see the connection. <laughs> oh my God. So, but yeah, I think we should probably wrap this up. We're going on way too many tangents We're now. We're going cartoon crazy. La la la. Oh, Dexter's Lab. Um. <laughs> That's another nostalgic show. We could no. Okay. <laughs> Did I press that button? <laughs> okay. Um, so we need to get to our shameless plug time. Shameless plug time. What's that do, Twitter do, do, handle? Do, do, do. <laughs> um, suspend underscore reality at Twitter. Please follow. Yes. I, I tried to make a Twitter and it wouldn't let me. 
go forth, so I need to try to go forth again. So, okay. Yeah, I'll try that again. I'm going to try to get you on the, the suspending reality one so that we can Ooh. both post things. Yes. Perfect. Um, and then Instagram is suspending reality podcast, all one word, really long, but we post fun things like our t-shirts because we do tend to wear nerdy clothes, uh, when we're not at work. Cause we're fucking epic. Cause we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're adults, but we still wear cartoon shirts and we can. Yeah. And we want to. Um, one perk of being an adult. Exactly. <laughs> I get to buy and wear whatever I want. Yeah, not um, giving a shit. <laughs> exactly. And then if I, I can't wear it to work, at least I wear it sock-wise. Right? Because I have my Louise socks. I'm starting to get more nerdy socks. Yeah. More, I have my Louise socks. More fancy socks. <laughs> so yes, but please follow us. Please listen to us on iTunes and Spotify. Rate, review, and subscribe. Please. Please. Because no more reviews and subscribes that we get. Of course, that means people are listening. Yeah. We want to hear from people. We want yeah. to talk to you. Yeah. We want to talk to the people. So we get sick of hearing each other. <laughs> not really. No, not really. No. <laughs> At least I don't. We can while away the hours. You. We can while away the hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had a brain. Oh. <laughs> too much responsibility. Yeah. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, we will be back next week. Yes. And we love you, suspenders. We love you, suspenders. Hashtag suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.